1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Stephen Gerrard looks ahead to Sunday's game And cools any link with Wren defender Edson Mexer Callum McGregor says Celtic don't need a guard of honour And he doesn't think the game will be a marker for next season And the shortlists for the Football Writers Player Young Player and Manager of the Year are revealed I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight, Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Well what a weekend we've got in store for us Gordon Football spanning four days starting on Friday night With a battle for third place You know Aberdeen Looking to pick Kilmarnock and, and get ahead in that race on Friday Kilmarnock a chance to respond on Saturday Then into the big one on Sunday Rangers v Celtic A chance for Rangers to end the season on a high A, a chance for Celtic to put right what went wrong On the 29th of December And then on Monday night We've got the big one at the bottom St Mirren versus Hamlin What a cracking weekend we've got And the big one tonight Who will jump out the plane Everybody wants to see Gordon Diel I think we'll all agree on that Look at Mark Wilson He's turned up in his suit this <laughs> yeah. afternoon Gordon Diel And he's stealing my lines I was supposed to introduce that So yeah. I'll do it Since he's so rudely interrupted uh-huh. Tonight is the last chance To vote yeah. for which one of you two Skydives tomorrow morning The lines will close At half past seven Tonight Your final chance To decide their fate If you want to throw Mark Wilson out the plane Tomorrow morning Text Mark to 70808 If you want to throw Gordon Diel out Text Gordon to 70808 That it's five pounds to cash for kids. Uh, I think you'll agree it's a bit of a win-win situation. How are you feeling? I'm, I'm confident. Fe- I'm, I'm oh. feeling absolutely great. But just the arrogance of the mushroom turning up with a suit, <laughs> dinner suit on. I don't know if it's because he might have get thrown out the plane tomorrow, um, dressed up, or he's going to a dinner tonight. So he's so arrogant that he doesn't he's, think he's doing it he's tomorrow. He's not doing it. But think about this, Gordon, and please, that people are listening for just one second. You can go along there, dress your kids up in little mushroom outfits, look up 10,000 feet and see him flying out that plane. Vote the mushroom. Anyway, we will reveal the, is it the winner, the loser? I don't really know what it is, but we'll reveal who's skydiving a bit later on in the show. Let's, there's plenty of football to kick us off and the number you need tonight is 0141 Get your calls in nice and early. We are on Twitter as well, at Clyde SSB, at Gordon Mark. Does um, He looks terrible in his suit But he, he paints a great mm. picture of, of this weekend Because spanning four days Issues to be resolved um, Not so much at the top in terms of you know League mm-hmm. titles or anything like that But still a lot to play for across the league Yeah of course there's a lot to play for Gordon A lot of um, big big games And um, you know once Friday night Hearts you've got Aberdeen Another massive game as well Hearts trying to you know, look forward to the Scottish Cup final against Celtic and all the, the things about Craig Levine resting players. I sometimes think that's a bit risky, especially with two weeks to go. Uh, then you look forward to playoffs as well in lower divisions, all the pressure of that. And then Sunday takes care of itself. And we've already had fans on here and, you know, saying, well, Celtic fans are saying, well, we don't really care, it's a nothing game. There's not such a thing as a nothing game when Rangers play Celtic, Celtic play Rangers. It's all about the pride, it's all about the winning. Big talking points, who will start for Celtic? Will they play what you would call a weakened team? Will Rangers start with Morelos or Defoe up front? A lot of questions to be answered. 
It is Thursday night So the countdown is officially on We can certainly ramp up the build up to this game Whether there's a title at stake or not It always throws up plenty of talking points So let's hear from you How much does it matter? What do you want to see your team lining up like? What about next season? Does this make any difference? All of the above 01419511025 Or on Twitter at Clyde SSB Let's hear from you Stephen Gerrard He says People have jumped to conclusions when linking Rangers with Ren defender Edson Mexer. He was pictured with the Mozambique international after watching him take on Monaco last week. Uh, but Gerard believes the 30-year-old will be playing in France next season. I think you've probably seen the picture in, in the public domain. I went to watch Rennes v Monaco to analyse a lot of players on the pitch. Um, bumped into numerous players after the game and was asked for a picture. You know, I think people are putting a lot of speculation out there and stuff. We are looking for centre-backs. Max is a good player, but um, what I'm led to believe is he'll be playing his football in France next year. Don't take that as facts. That's just what I'm hearing through the grapevine. But he is a good player who we admire. Yes, the, that's an area where we'll have to get some, um, some bodies in you. That's an area that we're looking to um, replace and, and strengthen. Interesting Because he says You know you shouldn't Jump to conclusions for, Because mm-hmm. of the picture But then at the same time He does acknowledge It is a player they like It is a player they admire And don't take it At an absolute fact That he'll be playing In France next season So cooling the interest But perhaps not Closing the door on it Altogether Yeah he sounds like A manager that Would love the Opportunity To have a player Of his quality And sign him over there getting his picture taken well Stephen Gerrard everywhere he goes players will want their yeah. picture taken with them it's whether... much like yourself exactly when you get... exactly Gordon and um, <laughs> you know we don't know if uh, the Rangers manager would have been really serious in trying to bring him in it depended on depends on the price it depends on the wages it, everything is all about the pound sign but the one thing I do agree with them wholeheartedly they need to strengthen that position Centre half I've said it since last season yeah, well, that, that was the last comment Wasn't it We heard that, yeah. that Definitely is an area He wants to look Listen, at Listen I think it's the first area He should look at I think um, When you look around The park for Rangers they're, they're reasonably strong In every other area But centre back Has been their Achilles heel For a number of years now And this season I think Certainly towards the tail end Of the season The partnership Looks a bit stronger But there was too many games and too many mistakes from him that, that cost Rangers and Steven Gerrard dearly And that's a position he needs to do something about And it looks like he's trying to get it done as quickly as possible Okay, plenty more to come from Steven Gerrard It was Callum McGregor on Celtic Media Duty today So we'll hear from him later on Let's take a call now though from Gary Who's a Rangers fan in Bells Hill Hi Gary Oh, Gary's just disappeared I don't know if he just cut off or it was stage fright I don't think so We've had Gary on before So we'll get him back um, in just a second Let's play another clip then of Stephen Gerrard He confirmed Rangers' decision Not to give Celtic a guard of honour on Sunday But he says that he personally had no input uh, To be honest with you My thoughts are not important uh, on that subject um, The club have made a decision on that And um, they've decided there won't be uh, a guard of honour So I think my thoughts on it are irrelevant I'll follow what I'm told to do uh, By the people that are in charge of the club Is this one of those things that in true Scottish football fashion You end up building up more than it yeah, actually matters I, I, I think so Gordon I think it's just been built up um, Something over nothing I don't think the Celtic players Particularly bothered by it I think uh, Giving a guard honour is, is an appreciation for, for the league champions Now Rangers <sighs> surely Can't appreciate Celtic being league champions Their job is to stop Celtic And they fail to do it Why would you line up And clap them out 
you know, in, on your own patch, I, I don't see it being a problem. Um, and I don't think it'll be a problem for Celtic players on the day either. I think every pundit we've had, Gordon, mm. says it's, it's not a big deal. I'd like it more if you all just argued, to be honest. But I, I think you're probably of a similar mindset. No, you yes, don't care I, much, I said you? in Tuesday night with Roger Hanna, I'm not too fussed about it, Gordon. I think it's more about getting out there at 12 o'clock, um, getting the game started and see who's got the bragging rights. Later that afternoon And we'll have a lot of talking points On Sunday, Monday um, Rather than just talk about Whether a team clapped you onto the pitch And Mark's right I don't think Celtic players are bothered And I don't particularly think Rangers players are bothered So let's go on with it Okay, we'll try and get Gary back on the line Let's hear one last clip Stephen Gerrard says Facing Celtic on Sunday Is as big as any old firm game Despite the title being won He says it'll be tough to make changes To his side They've been performing well recently uh, And this game isn't really about Putting down a marker For next season all the players are aware that um, it's a big game for the supporters, the rivalry, all the history that's gone before. Um, it doesn't matter when the old firms fall um, or what's at stake, it's always going to be a big game. Uh, we've recently watched under-18s and reserve games and you know, right through both clubs, uh, this game's a, a huge fixture and one that we're all looking forward to. And um, The points are important because we want to fin- finish as strong as we can and, and try and keep this run going. You know, After the last old firm, which we played really well in and, and we felt as if we should have took something from the game I think we've obviously stressed the importance to try and finish the season as, as strong as we can and, and really focus on this season you know there's plenty of time um, to reflect in the four weeks that we'll have off at the end and, and during pre-season and we can worry about next season when we need to so the focus is on this game and this three points we don't have to look any further forward than the players have been consistent of late which does make it more difficult to take players out you know if players are performing well and they're consistent it is difficult to, to make changes but what we do need to have is people pushing and the people that are in the 11 or have been in the 11 lately need to do everything they can to try and keep hold of the share for two games but these performances from now to the end of the season, you remember them going into next year as well. So the two important games and players need to play well. Gary, we've got you back. Gary's in Bell Hill. What are your thoughts ahead of the game, Gary? All right, how you doing, mate? Good, um, I was listening. I was listening to your show yesterday. Um, I heard a couple of Celtic fans in that phoning up saying about obviously the game on Sunday was meaningless. It was pointless. We've already won the league and all the rest of it. To be honest with you, I think they're talking absolute garbage. Every Rangers and Celtic game. You know what I mean? Everybody out of the country knows it, do you know what I mean? Everybody, you know what I mean? It's known worldwide and stuff like that, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, I think they're talking absolute garbage, you know what I mean? Of course it means something, it's an old firm, do you know what I mean? It's never no going to mean, it's never no going to be meaningless, do you know what I mean? So, I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be one or the other, it doesn't have to be meaningful or meaningless, there is there's something in the middle, I mean, certain ones will mean more than others because if there's a title riding on them, but Gary's general point, I don't think you can ever say it's meaningless, can you? No, it's, it's the most important game. The next Celtic Rangers, Rangers Celtic, is the most important game. It's the ones you look forward to. There will not be a player wanting rested on Sunday. You want to play in them. Mark and I have both played in these sort of a games. You know the atmosphere. They're the biggest games that you'll, you'll ever play in. They're absolutely fantastic. And there was even talk, I listened to a little bit of the show last night, Gordon, they're talking... Uh, Celtic, some Celtic fans saying, "Well, play the kids and blah." You've got to remember, Neil Lennon is trying to get a job here. He's trying to cement this job down. Whether he's been told or not that he's got the job, we don't know. But he's still got to go to Ibrox. And plus, the fact the last time that Celtic were there, Rangers were excellent, best performance of the season. Celtic players will want to go back and revenge that. So it's all about the bragging rights And um, I don't think for one minute That 
two teams will go out there and think this is a meaningless game because if Celtic had to go and play a young team and get beat comfortably, this phone in would be in meltdown. Yeah, listen, the people are saying it's meaningless. Uh, it's a load of nonsense. These fixtures are the fixtures that you look at uh, as a Celtic player. I always looked at the fixtures when they came out, seeing when the first three games were, and then when the split fixtures come out. So the first one you look at as a player, the players love these fixtures. They love being involved in them, and the desperate want to win them. No matter if the league's over or there's still something to play for, they want to win every game. It means so much to the players. Now, from a Celtic point of view, Daz is right. The game on the 29th uh, of December... Rangers were magnificent and ran over the top of Celtic were worthy winners now for Celtic players I think it will stick in the head I think they'll want to go there and get back to uh, you know a, a few seasons ago where it was easy for them at Ibrox it's not going to be that way but they enjoyed going to Ibrox so much that it was a shock for them getting turned over so easily on the 29th they want to like Dad says they want to avenge that they want to put it right and they want to finish the season on a high especially for Neil Lennon he particularly, uh, one in particular, will want to go there and win mm. because it, you know, it does uh, nothing but good for his claim for the job. So, the guys that say, "Oh, it's meaningless, play the kids," absolute nonsense. It'll be the two strongest teams played on Sunday. Gary Rangers' strongest team. Does that just simply look like the one that's played in the last couple of games? I would, I would say so, mate. I, I think so. Um, but obviously, I just want to say as well about. Um, um, about them saying um, for Celtic to play young boys and things like that do you know what I mean I totally agree with you do you know what I mean I, I, I can't see Dale Lennon playing young boys against Rangers at Ibrox especially no after what happened on the 29th they'll want to come back to Ibrox and obviously you know what I mean as I say finish finish after the season in a high do you know what I mean and then obviously they've got the, the, the treble treble to look forward to do you know what I mean but as I say fair play to Celtic you know what I mean obviously they're the lovely champions in my eyes do you know what I mean and all that carry on about um, Rangers no getting them obviously the, the, the guard of what uh, uh, you call it yeah, guard of honour guard of honour um, I, I don't agree with that I think that they should because in my eyes they're sort of a breaking a tradition you know what I mean they're obviously it's, it's something that obviously happens you know what I mean so I don't think I think they should do deal with it give them the guard of honour let them do what they're doing and just Concentrating next season Alright thank you Gary and Bells Hill uh, I mean Gordon I think that Does the Rangers team More than at any other point In the season Pick itself At the moment Or I think, Still some issues No I think it's got to I think that The manager would have Learned his lesson After the performance Mark was uh, Touching on there um, Against Celtic And then What happened After that performance He changed his team Down at Kilmarnock Changed the formation And it didn't work It backfired on him it's got to be the same team but The question Mark Do you think that would have happened Listen hindsight's brilliant Do you think that would have happened If there wasn't a winter break in between I always wonder just how mm. Strangely disruptive that actually well, was Well it is a point But you brought in Defoe mm. And you brought in Davis And there were two big signings at the time Everybody was talking about them He had to try and get them in As quick as he possibly could So he took the chance And we've all been there But you've got to look at Sunday the next game Defoe's a certainty to start I would be astonished If he doesn't start Morelos on the bench uh, Mark I was thinking back Did you play in any of these fixtures well, Gordon as well But I'm, I'm thinking more recently about When the title was won Yeah Are they different? Yeah listen I played in I actually played in a couple uh, I played in When Neil Lennon Got the interim job uh, He had 7 or 8 games to get the job Rangers had, had romped the league They came to Celtic Park And uh, 
and I played against a, a Rangers side that was were strong at that time. We actually won the game two one. Meant a lot to us. Also played another side, uh, two thousand seven maybe, where we had won the league. I think it was something about 15, 16 points. Walter Smith had come in uh, in the January, and it was his first game back. And uh, Rangers beat us one 0 at Celtic Park. Egg's overhead kick. Um, so I mean the games meant nothing less. So they they, they felt exactly they, they the felt same exactly regardless of whether the, the title was won. I mean, Gordon, the build up perhaps slightly different. You know, you've got the league in the bag, but when you cross the line, or when you cross the line for the warm up, should I say, and you see those sets of fans in front of you, and then when you come out and you're faced with your opponent, it's no different from a cup final. You're playing against Rangers from a league decider. Anything For me It was always the same There was no difference Between them And I expect the same On Sunday Jeffrey Rangers and Celtic fans Always tell us That you go through A whole range of emotions In the week leading up It changes from Conference to nerves And everything in between Jeffrey, with a couple of days To go How are you Looking ahead to it Well um, With trepidation As always um, I don't know I mean the league's over I mean As as you've been saying, it's bragging rights for the end of the, the end of the season. Uh, I would like to think Rangers will finish with a flourish, and uh, let's just look forward to next season and see what happens. Yeah, listen, Gordon. Once once the title is won, you just you just have to readjust your your goals. I mean, it's not. I think Rangers obviously know that they, they can't win the league, so you, you just adjust that and you say this becomes. You know, whatever you want it to be, a sign of things to come or proof that you can beat Celtic twice in a season, you have to just adjust. I think that's a big one for everyone concerned at Rangers. Proof that you can go and beat the champions twice this season at home. Um, and to be fair, Rangers on the 29th of December were terrific. So they'll be looking for the same sort of performance. I think it'll be a terrific game, Gordon. I think it'll be very, very close. Celtic are not the champions for nothing. They're not going for a treble treble for nothing. They are a quality side. I watched them against Aberdeen. The minute they get that first goal at Aberdeen, there was only going to be one winner. Uh, so I just think we've got a Rangers team banging form and Celtic going there as the champions. Do you have another point tonight, Geoffrey? Yes. Um, I want to talk about the two Champions League semi-finals mm-hmm. that have happened over the last 24 hours. Wasn't it great? I mean, you're thinking teams are going to go out. I mean, I thought Liverpool would win at home, but I didn't expect them to get through. Um, I thought Ajax might have put a wee bit of pressure on Spurs um, but Spurs got through it I mean at 2-0 I thought oh here we go um, Spurs are going to go out look what happened but my my question is to you and the panel that after watching that and I hope certain members of the SFE watching that what can we do to improve our game up here to be as good as the English game? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> get get I, a few I, hundred million pounds in? Yeah, Jeffrey, I think you're asking the wrong people that question because, I mean, we've been asking that for years and years and decades, but the English game is at such a level now. Well, it's a wash for money. That's yeah, pretty, that's yeah, pretty much Yeah, foreign the... imports, um, that's, it's going to be hard for us to catch up. Mm. But the two games, you must say, it just. I just made you love football yeah. how, how that could happen I think that, that's it in a nutshell Gordon Because mm. it listen, Particularly Tottenham last night It's got nothing Related to do with our league Or our game directly 
But it just reminded you that you love football And then it gets you even more excited well, for when our games come around Funny you say, I had sort of a fallen out of the Champions League a little bit yep. um, Until the last two nights And I've got to say, Gordon, I was sitting last night at half time And I still thought Spurs would go through Oh, nonsense. Easy to say that nonsense. the next day. <laughs> you don't Honestly. Absolutely no chance. Thank you, Jeffrey. In Giffnook, it's 01419511025 to join us on the phones. We're going to hear from Celtic midfielder Callum McGregor. That's coming up after the travel with Amber. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here, so get your calls in, please. Or you can send us a tweet, I must say. Most of the tweets coming in uh, are with regards to the skydive rather than the football. <laughs> I particularly like this one from Paul Allen, who tweeted in to say, I voted Gordon oh, no. because I want to <laughs> I want to see a couple of seven four sevens fly up his massive nostrils. <laughs> Absolutely. You can't vote somebody brilliant. because brilliant. of their nose Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant <laughs> I love that uh, Lots of thoughts to be fair coming in on the, on the football as well the, the secondary issue Third frame says if Celtic turn up and can be bothered to turn it on uh, Then it's a comfortable win for the Hoops on Sunday I mean, these people I think they can't be bothered It'll be a walk in the park No, listen, they've got it all wrong This This will be like any other Celtic v Rangers game It'll be fast, furious, both teams want to win it Can't wait yeah, lots of opinions on Twitter Agent says it's another building block for Rangers Superb job Stephen Gerrard's done Some inexperienced cost us uh, But we're just as good as them You're going to respond to that now? You're just going to stand uh, and stare uh, at me? I was too... He, he wasn't listening Ra- Sorry, <laughs> Rangers are just as good as Celtic Listen, on the one-off games Very, very close You know, it could have went either way At Celtic Park There was a time where Rangers were in the ascendancy but over the piece, you know, I the league doesn't lie. Celtic are the better team. But I think I think the one-off game and Sunday at Ibrox after the way Rangers played against Celtic last time at Ibrox, I think they'll give me a lot of confidence. Would I have given them a chance a season and a half ago? No, I wouldn't. But I wouldn't be uh, surprised if Rangers beat Celtic. I'm not saying that yet. Oh. I've got my oh, prediction ready in Sunday, which I came out with a great one last week. 3-0 Celtic, bang on the money. <sighs> so I'll get this one right as well. But wait for it on Sunday if I'm still here. Great. Okay, <laughs> 01419511025. We'll hear from Callum McGregor after we hear from Ryan in Parkhead. Hi, Ryan. How you doing, buddy? All right? Not too bad, Ryan. How are you feeling a couple of days before the game? What are you thinking? I'm quite. I'm actually quite nervous about the game. Um, it's just basically everybody else is. But I think when you're getting a lot of people falling in and saying the game doesn't matter, of course it matters. As Mark says, he's obviously played in it. You, it's the, the games you want to win as a player and as a, a supporter. You want to see your team go out there, put the strongest team out. Especially Neil Lennon's. He's not even got the job, so all these games matter to him as well. He needs to prove a point to the Celtic board that he deserves this job again. Um, Celtic have came a long way from when Lenny was here the first time we brought in Brendan Rodgers and he's done absolutely superb and he's had the opportunity to come back in so it, it does, it's, it's mental how people are phoning in saying this game doesn't matter it means everything let, let me understand the, the mindset from you personally Ryan so j- just quickly as it stands do you want Neil Lennon to be the Celtic manager next season? I, I really don't know You don't I, know I don't, I, Okay nah. that's fine Next question would be then Would would Sunday make any difference To, to your opinion on that matter uh, If if, he be, if, if 
Lenny's to put out uh, younger boys and stuff like that, if, that would make a massive mm. difference. I mean, they want me to get the job, I want me to take that seriously. So obviously, you need to put a strong team out. Yeah, but say, I, say, I think he's, but say, say he puts out a strong team and still loses the game, Ryan, does it? Does that matter to you in terms of his prospects? Uh, no, really not. No. I think he has to work with what he's got the news. A lot of the players are dead wood. I've been there a few of the games and watched us play, we've been poor. Um, there's no movement up front there's, there's, It seems as if the defence are just juggling the ball about For quite a long period of time Before finding a pass it's, it, I think he's trying to find the players that he wants in there So it, As I say, the game matters just now I think Neil Lennon is one guy who, who does want to win these games I think perhaps if you've got another interim manager Coming in Maybe a foreigner May have thought League's over We'll give some of these guys a chance Neil knows what it means uh, Means to the fans To win Ibrox So I don't think There's any chance of that In terms of him Getting into this game I think there's a lot less Pressure on him In this game Than there was The first time around I mean if Rangers Had won at Celtic Park You know early in his Kind of reign Then There would have been More grumblings um, Towards him So I think the, the pressure Alleviated a wee bit With his first Victory against Rangers it still would would be a, a a huge coup for him to go to Ibrox uh, and win. But I mean, in terms of the style and the way the Celtic team are playing, Neil's been handed a a team who guys have played what sixty games, some fifty odd games, you know. So he's not been handed a fresh team, and that's again I keep going back why um, I'm surprised at the level of criticism he gets, saying that oh the team's not playing well. He's got them over the line, but. It's not a fresh team that you get at the start of the season. There's a big difference in that. A team who's <clears> played, players who've played 55 to 60 games getting over the line than a team that you start pre-season with who are trying to, you know, start from the beginning against a fresh league. So there's a big difference in that. But I don't think Neil's the type of guy that would go there and, and take any risks by throwing in younger players. If he's going to do that, it's going to be next week against Hearts. There's absolutely no chance he's got to throw in younger players. Mark's right there. If he's going to rest a few players for the cup final, it will certainly be against Hearts at Celtic Park. Uh, because Hearts have already, Craig Levine has already come out and says he's resting players as well. He will not get into that game at Ibrox and play young players. One, I don't think it's fair in the young players. Because they could go out there and take a, a, a real bad hammer against a Rangers side who are playing very well. So, and plus the fact Neil Lennon would come in for so much criticism and I don't think it's a great confidence booster before going into the, a treble-treble cup final against Hearts. So, Neil Lennon's a winner and he'll go there, he'll play the strongest team he possibly can and try and get one over in Rangers looking forward to Hamden Park in two weeks' time. Ryan, are there any selection dilemmas facing Neil Lennon we, we spoke a minute ago about Rangers being on this run and it's a sort of settled team and probably picks itself does the same go for Celtic I'd just probably start with the team that we've been putting out I think that's the only the strongest team that we've got um, I, I don't know probably t- Timothy Weir got his first start last week the boy played well probably put him out for a fresh pair of legs out in the left mm. Um I can't really see anybody else who you would drop. I think you just need to start your strongest. The one, the one thing I don't know. Well, I, the I, reason I did ask that was the mm. that was a position I had in mind. I just yeah. wondered what, what, is, what is the strongest. One, what is the strongest position, there at the moment? I think one position up for grabs, and it's that one. That yeah, yeah. I, I think the rest picks themselves. After last week's performance, I think it's between Weir and Sinclair. I don't think Ollie Burke will have a look in. Could be wrong, but I thought Weir. Johnny Hayes again. Again, I, I don't think he was successful at Celtic Park. However, 
Defensively came off half time, didn't Yeah, he? defensively mm-hmm. Against Tavernier at Ibrox Maybe But I, I think we're Done enough to stay in the team I thought he looked lively In that first half So it's yeah, it's yeah, the one th- position for me. It's up for grabs. I thought I thought he played well. I I I think he might just tweak things a little bit. He's away from home. He's at Ibrox. They've got eight hundred supporters there. Um, he might just look at bringing in someone like Encham in the middle of the park to give them a little bit of extra strength. Now the only big question mark about that is, and I know Mark's desperate to get in, is who are you going to leave out? Because I think if that was the case, you would probably have to leave out. Roger, I wasn't. Who would you leave? I just don't think in Charm's been in good enough form. Uh, in recent times, I've seen him playing to merit a start at Ibrox. And I mean, I think Tom Rogic looked a bit livelier last week. You know, especially his involvement in in the goal at the end. And I think the rest picked themselves. They have to play. So mm. it'll be interesting to see. Stephen's putting you two on the spot, especially you, Gordon, because yeah. your memory's hopeless. Mm. Uh, after the last gasp winner by Spurs, what's the best? And worst last minute winners You've witnessed Or been involved in Stephen's worst he says Was the 2002 Scottish Cup final And the 2005 league at Motherwell And his favourite Rogic uh, Invincible treble Against Aberdeen I think, I think the one that really hurt me Was when I was a manager And Billy Dodge scored at Hamden With about Two minutes to go To make it 7-0 <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were still in the game in the <laughs> <laughs> I knew you wouldn't be able to remember one for seri- seriously so Mark. Uh, My best one, the one that sticks in my head is when we beat Rangers um, I think it was 3-2 was it? Jan Venegor, uh, a Hesslink scores in the very last minute And that was that run up that we needed to beat Rangers twice in quick succession um, to win the league at Tanadice. Um So that one stuck in my head Worse I can't even think of one just now I'll get back You mentioned Egiog How late was that? No was Egiog that was enough? five minutes or something Into the same oh, yeah. half yeah, And so we're just going to break them down see, see Gordon I would give you another answer But I am so desperate for everybody To vote for this guy Stand next to me That I'm not going to give you Why? Why? Why's that? <laughs> oh you got to give that now You can't just dangle it out there Well the, the, the best memory Of the last couple of minutes Go for, for me was The Coca-Cola Cup final oh! Which 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 Get I, your votes in Celtic which, fans Which I totally apologise to Every Celtic <laughs> fan involved <laughs> when, uh, what, uh, what time was that? You uh, 86 minutes 86 And Celtic minutes. were winning the Cup 2-1 And I tell you I regret this to this day <laughs> I just love the fact that you've never met You don't really mention it often oh. I think that's I think that's That's Humble of you uh, Right what about John and Cumbernauld What's in your mind John? Hi, I was just wondering how what the panel think about uh, Jose Mourinho uh, maybe taking over at Parkhead. Uh, I can't say absolutely no chance. I don't think so. Uh, I don't think this is his sort of a gig. Um, there's a lot of question marks about Mourinho, but if you look at you know his CV, look at what he's achieved. Yeah, and people say, well, he's had X amount of pounds, but he started at Porto. He's a fantastic stroke manager, coach. Matt, I don't know, his CV says it all for me And to come to a Celtic in the Scottish League I do not think it would interest him one bit But let me tell you, if he's listening And he does want to come I'll pick him up at the airport <laughs> Listen John, I'm, I'm the same never. as Daz What are you saying? Sorry, on you go Sorry, never say never in football Well listen, I don't think it'll happen But I, I couldn't have seen Brendan Rodgers coming I know Brendan Rodgers was tipped um, to They're still in Celtic. a different bracket uh, yes, Are they yes, not though? I, yeah, exactly. I know they are, Gordon. But Brendan Rogers was in a different bracket to anyone up here, and Celtic managed to persuade him. But Jose Mourinho, 
Can I see him standing at Dingwall <laughs> in the sidelines? It's a nice place. It's Look after me. Well I, oh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I'm just going to see it. Be brilliant for the league, though. I mean, imagine the entertainment. Him, his post-match interviews. If I could just come back in, yeah, I think it would be absolutely. I think it would be absolutely fantastic for Scottish football to attract such a manager. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone doubts that, though, mm. do they? I mean, it's it's more about. I think people are questioning the likelihood rather than the the yeah. and, and plus the, and plus the fact how much money yeah. is it yeah, going to take for Jose Mourinho <laughs> to fly into Glasgow Airport? Yeah, ah. but listen, not on his wage and his transfer kitty alone yeah. that he would command. I don't think Celtic could match that level that he's used to working with. I, I think that would be a real stumbling block. Never mind his wage; his wage would be hard enough to match, but. Imagine him going to Peter Lowell and saying, I want a defender. Oh, he's, he's 20 million quid. Hmm, don't think so. And he stayed in a hotel for his entire Man United career, yeah. didn't he? So I've just got visions of every hotel in Glasgow mm-hmm. trying to vie for who gets the contract. They're a good Premier in, t- t- not far away from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've heard about that one, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, deal. <laughs> other hotels are available. John, yeah. what do you think this weekend? Well, if I think this weekend, if I'm being honest, I think we'll do them right in. I think I think it'll be a walkover. I think it'll be easy. If I'm being honest, how easy? Well, give me a scoreline. Four 0 Four 0 Four nil. to Celtic. That's that's optimistic. Um, seen the last the last fixtures and how they've panned out this season. Uh, a few seasons ago, I, I would have perhaps agreed with you. Um, but seen the last three fixtures, I can't see that. I, I see it being another tight affair. Probably change it then Sorry guys I'd probably change it then To C1 I thought he was going to say 5-0 I know No no Because I'm sure Rangers will get a penalty At some point They, they may well uh, Gordon uh, Listen mm-hmm. d- Depends what Where you look at it If you're talking about evidence Mark right The evidence of this season Suggests that they w- It will be tight Because they all have been Yeah I do think It will be tight as well um, I think it'll be a, a very good game Gordon I've got to say I think that Both teams will go out And have a real go Um but I don't think we'll get a 4-0 um, John changed it to 3-1 there in the penalty kick Never know Penalty kicks happen in football They sure do Thank you John In Cumbernauld uh, Mark Wilson's neighbour 0141951102 I really liked that insight from Gordon there just at the end so Repeat that one for us <laughs> Penalty kicks <laughs> happen in football Great That's brilliant That's really really good That's top punditry right there <laughs> Do you want to say you'll get their normal penalty I'm sorry, kick? I can't hold in my laugh there when he says that. Do you know what I think it is? I think his mind is it's elsewhere, even God. further away than usual because of the potential for a skydive tomorrow. We'll reveal that in the second hour. Get your calls into us then. What's on your mind? 01419511025. We'll hear from you after the travel with Amber. Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Win the compensation you deserve Talk to Thompson's.com Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here So give us a call Or tweet us at Clyde SSB Someone else tweeted Stephen tweeted earlier on To ask about your most memorable That's the key word Memorable Last minute winners That you had been involved in uh, Mark Wilson Yours with Jan Veniger of Hesling Was so memorable That you thought it was 3-2 And actually it was 2-1 2-1 that's right Aye 2-1 3-2 good, 3-2 was the, the good, other game A few see days you, later yeah, really that, Very memorable We get yeah. caught up in the excitement the thank, occasion. thank you to Conal Kelly For um, for bringing that to your attention done, And Tommy Welsh though says Mark Wilson talking about The old firm game That sticks in his heed On Clyde SSB well, we all know what one sticks in Sasa Papachi's heat. Exactly. Says Tommy. Yes. Exactly. What Thanks, minute, Tommy. What minute was that going? 
Oh, that was shortly after half time. Nah, it's, it doesn't Aye. count. Sorry. No, Not no. for tonight anyway. Right. Oh one four one nine five one one oh two five. I've I've gonna get done for false advertising. I said we would hear from Callum McGregor. We will, mm-hmm. just a bit later than I'm, I mentioned. We got a bit distracted. Stuart is a Rangers fan first though in Paisley. Hi Stuart. Hi, good evening, panel. Uh, Gordon, nice to speak to you. Listen to the show every night, brown show as usual. Good to have you, Stuart. Um, What's on your mind? Yeah, I would like to talk to uh, Gordon, please. Uh, obviously, ex Rangers player, um, about uh, Stephen Gerrard. And in, in my opinion, Stephen Gerrard is obviously an unproven manager, and this is his first season. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. I think the guy's done an absolutely incredible job. Um, now, obviously, we know the reputation he's got with Liverpool and how good a player he was, um, but he's definitely harnessed that energy and positivity into doing the job at Ibrox. And I just think <clears throat> that it should be an honour for these players, not only to play in front of 50,000 fans every week, but the fact that their manager is probably arguably the best ever midfielder in English football. And we all look at how strong English football is at the moment. I mean, the last 48 hours in English football has been nothing short of unbelievable. Um, and I just think going going forward, I think he's not only the right man for the job, um, but I would like to ask Gordon what he thinks next season. Because I honestly do believe that the, the gap is closing. And um, I think with the right investment in the summer, I think Rangers will knock on and go and, and stop the 10 in a row. I just want to get an opinion. Well, I think I think first and foremost, Stuart, you're right about his credentials as a football player. He was absolutely world-class, uh, uh, Stephen Gerrard. He will get every respect that he deserves in the dressing room. Players will look up to him. He's in as a rookie manager. And you've got to say, to be fair to the Rangers board, they've backed him to the hilt. And I think they will do the exact same in the summer then I think next year the pressure is on him. Uh, he now knows the Scottish game. Uh, he's been in it now just under a season and he'll have a look at, you know, where he thought he made mistakes. Um, he'll try and learn from that. But the bigger picture is simple. He's got to try and he's here because, not because he's Stephen Gerrard, a magnificent football player. He's here as a manager to try and stop Celtic winning 10 in a row. I think he is improving as a manager. I think he's getting better. And I think that just comes with a bit of experience. So it'll be interesting to see what like his transfer market is in the summer, which has got to be so important to Rangers. I think he did a very, uh, he's done a very good job, uh, particularly when you see him the way he came in. And I know he got a lot of money to bring players in, but the way they jailed particularly quickly for the European campaign and how he negotiated through that very tough games, very impressive. And to take Celtic, uh, you know what, the, the split level was was a, a very good achievement. Now, then I think then came the bit of inexperience, Gordon, you highlighted it earlier, where they came back and they changed the shape to suit certain players who brought in good players, albeit, but it, it changed it and it didn't work. Perhaps a more experienced manager would have went with a team in the shape that got them into that position. And from then on, it just... Seemed a bit off for a wee while But he's got them back And he's got them back playing well And I think that's the important thing I think that's the important thing about this game coming up on Sunday Now if Rangers win this And it goes to six points That's a lot more acceptable For Rangers fans to look at that And say well look where he's got He's got us a run in Europe And he's got us within six points of Celtic Adversely if it goes the other way And the points increases then 
there may there may be questions about how much progress they've made. But I think he'll drum that into the players about Sunday. That's how important it is and how close he can get to Celtic. Stuart, you've obviously followed Rangers closely and Stephen Gerrard. What yeah. would, in your mind, be the main the main lesson or the main lessons that he will have learned from his first season? I think definitely, as, as Mark <laughs> rightly said there, I think he definitely has learned a few things. I mean, some of his tactics at, at this season has been questionable. But again, I think it's like any rookie, you know, whether you're doing a job, you, you, you learn on the job, don't you? And I think he will definitely have learned from mistakes. I mean, obviously the big problem this season at Ibrox, as far as I'm concerned, is the discipline of these players. Mm-hmm. I spent a few weeks there watching old Rangers DVDs and you know, these players like Richard Goff. I mean, these guys died for the jersey. And I still think that when he's recruiting in the summer, he's going to have to bring in players that have got that attitude, that, that never say die attitude, because that is still lacking. And, and I, I still, I've been going to Iris for a long, long time, and I still think players like Richard Goff, and you know, you, you just knew with confidence that they were going places, and, and you, you could rely on these guys. Sometimes I think, unfortunately, money's spoiled the game a little bit. But um, no, I think from what you just said there, I think going forward, he will be stronger next season. Um, that's my first point so really I'm glad that you've given me the opportunity to express that the other thing I would like to say tonight if you don't mind Gordon Make I know you're quick, short yep, we are going yeah. to go um, just quickly um, I was lucky enough to I, I was trying to get through the, the show last week I was lucky enough to to meet Billy McNeil just wanted to quickly say mm-hmm. um, all, all the best to his family and my thoughts and prayers are with them um, Billy was an absolute gentleman and the banter I had with him at the time was really, really funny and um, I really just wanted to say that he'll be sadly missed and what a legend he was Good man, well said that was Stuart in Paisley let's hear a bit from Callum McGregor talking about this uh, guard of honour Mark Wilson doesn't care Gordon DL doesn't care uh, what does Callum McGregor think? In the changing room you know, nobody's actually spoke about it you know, whatever they decide to do it's fine, we'll get on with it you know, we, we know in our own right we deserve to be champions and you know that's enough for us in that dressing room that you know we've done the hard yards and, and we've became the champion again you know eight in a row so um, for us we're not we're no too fussed whether you know they do it or they don't do it um, you know I think come kick off you know all the niceties will go out the window anyway and you know it'll be a battle for 90 minutes so we're prepared for that we know how difficult it is to get over the line you know every season we, we manage to do it and I think that's enough for us. We don't need anyone else to, to sort of pat us on the back. We we know that it's a job well done. Oh one four one nine five one one oh two five. Cheryl is in Bayliston. Hi Cheryl. Hi. Hi Cheryl, what's on your mind? Well, it's not so much I'm not phoning in uh, so much regarding football. Right. I'm phoning in regarding Mark Wilson. Oh. And now I was hearing on the football phone in when I was driving home from my work that there's a skydive taking place tomorrow. Come on, Cheryl, keep it going. For votes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I am a fellow friend of Mark. I have been since Mark was as small as maybe two or three years of age. Uh-huh. And never once have I seen him up at any great height. He <laughs> is a wuss when it comes to heights. Brilliant. Well um, done, Cheryl. I could give you a couple of... Go for it. A, a, Couple of Cheryl, stories. Give us Calm ten. Down, Cheryl. Give us ten <laughs> stories. Carry on. He lived two doors from us, and he'd the loudest cry in Brimhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Cheryl, come on! And this, this one particular day, myself and my brother Alan made an aeroplane out of wood, put it on the shed, and tied Mark to the shed roof. I remember we this. Then, <laughs> we then tried to push him off the shed. 
and he screams so loud oh. and cries so loud that his mum could hear him for three doors up the road. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought we were pals. Well, Mark, years ago. Out there. Oh. Well, as well as that, I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm proud as punch to say that I was a friend of Mark, especially being a professional footballer. But again, I'm not surprised he's a professional footballer. He was a professional footballer. Because while all the rest of us were out climbing trees, climbing hedges, climbing fences, he was standing at the bottom saying, Give me a punny! Cheryl! <laughs> <laughs> oh, see if this was a boxing match, you would have been stopped a long time ago. You have been absolutely slaughtered. Cheryl's brought up some dark memories so hold on, Cheryl tried to push you off a shed I, I in a, a model I, aeroplane. I, I, I. <laughs> What <laughs> is going? No friend of ice. Get me off the fence between a professional aeroplane and a wooden one that Cheryl and Alan must try to uh, push me off a shed. In. Was he? A, was he a bit of a crier, Cheryl? A crier? Gee, was he? Was a big crier? A big crier? He cried that much with puddles on about his feet. That's enough. I'm not beating the pundit time. <laughs> Cheryl, Cheryl, are you married? The best candidate out of the two to go ahead. Oh, Cheryl, I love you. Keep that going. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, listen, if that swayed your votes, then you can still take part. You've got about 35 minutes before the lines close. If you want Mark the Crier Wilson <laughs> to skydive tomorrow, text Mark to 70808. If you still want Gordon DL after that, it's Gordon to 70808. The decision will be revealed about half past seven. That was brilliant from Cheryl in oh. Baleson. Absolutely love that. Mark, the, the crying mushroom Wilson, as he will now be known. You're right, though. It is time for this. Beat the pundit. With goals in the Scottish sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday. He's got the world's reddest face at the best of times. You should see it at the moment. And he's going to do after, so he's already got his suit, his shirt, his tie. So his face was redder than normal already. And then Cheryl came on and battered him. So he's oh, he's, he's all over the shop. You might be able to take advantage on Beat the Pundit. If you give us a call right now, you can take on Mark or Gordon. 0141-951-1025. Be quick because you only have until the news at 7. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. 30 minutes to go before we find out which one of them skydives in aid of cash for kids tomorrow. Mark to 70808 if you want to see Mark. Gordon to 70808 if you want to see Gordon. £5 to charity, all for great cause and cash for kids and a brilliant laugh. I think tomorrow as well I'm, I'm doing it as well mm. But I'm, I'm genuinely looking forward yeah. to it You two don't seem so keen um, Right, the shortlists are out for the Scottish Football Writers Player Young Player And Manager of the Year So give us your reaction to these On the player Forrest, McGregor, McGregor and Morelos It's Turnbull, Hasty, Ferguson and Greg Taylor On the young player um, And it is Stevie Clark, Dick Campbell, Gary Holt and Shelley Kerr Onto the managerial shortlist do you agree, disagree Who's going to win Who has been hard done by By being left off You tell us 0141 951 1025 This first though Beat the pundit With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL Latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday Beat the pundit time Will these two be able to focus With the threat of doing the skydive Hanging over them Let's find out Mark Wilson got absolutely battered 
by the previous caller who told us that he was a bit of a crybaby. <laughs> he was scared of heights. <laughs> they were uh, childhood friends, and he's, to be honest, he's, his head's still all over the place. So let's see if Mark in Linwood can take advantage. How are you tonight, Mark? I'm alright yourself Yeah good thanks Any childhood stories About Mark Wilson <laughs> No I do not No nah, that's fine Okay doc that's, I think we've had enough For one night anyway Hedge you're up against Mark and Tails It's Gordon And it's Tails Gordon DL Up against Mark yes. From First day of the night <laughs> Did you not lose on Tuesday Yeah I yeah. battered oh, Saw the sign ball leaving Come in threes so, uh, <laughs> Let's find out how but How bad it is So we're going to give you Some Clyde 2 Gordon And make sure that you can't hear us uh, Mark we're going to get your clock up and running 30 seconds Head to head You can pass Here is your chance To beat the pundit Are you ready? Yep Let's do it What nationality is Emilio Izagiri? Honduran Which Premiership Stadium Will host this year's Scottish Junior Cup Final? Rugby Park Which team is currently 7th In the Scottish Premiership? St Johnson Name any person Who's been nominated For a Scottish Football Writers Manager of the Year Award This season Steve Clark What year did Chris Doolan Join Partick Thistle 2007 Where did Commandant goalkeeper Jamie McDonald Start his playing career Arts Okay Gordon DL Gordon can you hear us Yeah I can Right same yeah. set of questions To you Yeah Ready Yeah What nationality Is Emilio Izagiri um, I'll pass Which Premiership Stadium will host this year's Scottish Junior Cup final? Uh, Robbie Park. Which team is currently seventh in the Scottish Premiership? Seventh is St Johnston. Name any person who's been nominated for Scottish Football Writers Manager of the Year award. Uh, Gary Holt. In what year did Chris Dillon join Partick Thistle? Uh, Two thousand and ten. And where did Kilmarnock goalkeeper Jamie McDonald start his playing career? <sighs> Mark, you've heard the competition. What do you think? I think I, I surprised myself. I think I've done it better than I normally do. I've done it before, but I think I've done better tonight than I've done in the past. You think so? All right, let's That's find out. Um, okay, let's go through them and find out what nationality is Emilio Izagiri. He is Honduran. Oh, gotcha. yep, yep, you were yep, never yep. getting that, let's be honest. Um, I've been there. You've been where? Honduran <laughs> Honduran <laughs> You've been to Honduran On your holidays I'm gone there tomorrow Anyway It's it's 1-0 oh, To Mark He got it right Which Premiership Stadium Will host this year's Scottish Junior Cup Final um, It's Hamilton Stadium So it's the Hope CBD Stadium So none Ooh. of you Got that one right um, The next question Which team is currently 7th In the Premiership At St Johnston I think you both Get that didn't you No he didn't Yep. Yeah, he did. What do you know? You're not listening. So, Mark is still in front. Name any person who's been nominated for Scottish Football Writers Manager of the Year. You had the choice. I just read them Steve Clark, Gary Holt, Dick Campbell, or Shelley Kerr. So, he's still in front. In what year did Chris Doolan join Partick Thistle? It was 2009. Oh. By the way, Partick Thistle fans, I'd be keen to get your thoughts on that. He's been let go by the club. He's obviously a legend in those parts and didn't get that farewell appearance. Get your calls in and what you make of that. Um, and where did Commander goalkeeper Jamie McDonald start his playing career? You need this to equalise, Gordon. Oh, I never got it, then. You said hearts. It's no hearts. It is hearts. Oh, get in but there. Mark That's said, Mark said <laughs> hearts oh, as well. He did, I'm afraid. He did. So, one, two, three, four. Four to Mark, three to Gordon. For the second time in a week, you lose, and the sign ball is on its way. Well done, Mark. Well done, Mark. Thanks very much, guys. He's so easy to suck in with those, isn't he? Oh, he was happy there. He was delighted. Last minute. (laughs)
There we go Well oh. done Mark and Linwood Any chance I know the season's coming to an end But we're going through lost. a lot Of sighting balls that's, at the moment That's Aye. the worst run I've ever been on Two mm. in a row That's terrible Yeah, I'm, I'm, My head's elsewhere Gordon 10,000 feet by any yeah. chance You're going <laughs> to lose a vote <laughs> In 20 minutes as well That's three in a week I thought I had them You know there. we've got these cameras in the studio I'm just going to make sure The one that's nearest Gordon Is trained on his face mm. Just in case it is him Because I feel as if the reaction could be Oh yeah Quite something <laughs> Right Thoughts please on the Scottish football writers Player Young player And manager of the year shortlists Couple of questions Who's going to win And why And who has been left off the list That you think should be on it So the player of the year James Forrest Callum McGregor Alan McGregor Alfredo Morelos The young player David Turnbull Jake Hasty, Lewis Ferguson Greg Taylor And the manager of the year Stevie Clark Dick Campbell Gary Holt Shelley Kerr 0141 Tell us Right Mark Wilson You go first um, Well for player of the year I'm going to stick to my guns James Forrest So he gets the double With the PFA He'll award He'll get the double Yeah right, okay. um, <laughs> Young player um, I'm going to stick to my guns um, as a PFA. I thought Lewis Ferguson. I think the Vaux had a fantastic season. I think Turnbull has been brilliant at the tail end. His goals, fantastic. I just think Ferguson, the amount of games he's played, real leader for Aberdeen, you know, um, fighting for third place, played in some big, big games. He would be my young player of the year. And manager, I think, has to go to Steve Clark. Uh, I think for a second year run, that the job he's done there, fantastic. Everyone, I think, expects him to fade away, and they just don't go away. I think he's been absolutely brilliant. So, that's mine. Forrest, Ferguson, and Clark. Gordon DL. Yeah, I said James Forrest. I'm sticking with Forrest. I think he's been terrific. Young player of year. Uh, that case for obviously Ferguson, but I'm going for Turnbull. David Turnbull. I think he has been sensational And I think he deserves it um, And for manager <coughs> Excuse me For manager of the year Sentiment I'm going for Dick Campbell Okay Just the 10th the, the promotion yeah, The title I winning think, all that I stuff I think he deserves I think the, the, the sports writers will recognise What he's put into the game And 10, year, 10, 10 promotions Gordon mm-hmm. I think he deserves an award Imagine his speech as well oh, That'd great. be interesting eh just to see that And great to see Shelley Kerr on the list for, for recognition It's going to be a massive summer Everyone's looking forward to that So a nice bit of recognition Yeah um, on Yeah that I've got Listen if you get If you get the, the team To the World Cup final year uh, The World Cup Then you deserve to be on there um, So it's a very uh, Listen it's a very strong category um, And I wouldn't grudge any of them Getting the mm. award You know even Gary Holt For the for what he did Where Livingston Where everybody wrote them off Everybody in this studio Wrote them off but what he did when he went in, changed it right away, got them safe. Okay, he went off the boil a wee bit, but they've had uh, some terrific success this season with him uh, as manager. Jamie, Jamie's in Perth. Jamie, let's go through the categories then. Who should win the Player of the Year from the football writers? Uh, evening panel, uh, I've just got in. I don't actually know who the nominations are, but right. I was phoning up about the, the nominations for the managers. All right, we'll do the manager first then. Who, uh, so just, 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 just before I do, I think Gordon needs to go easy on uh, Mushroom there about the cry diving uh, tomorrow because uh, his producer was saying if it's uh, Gordon that does it, they're going to have to get a bigger plane to get him off the ground. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I was beat. really surprised when I was just parking up the car there and I heard you going through the nominations. There's no mention of Jim Goodwin. But I mean, I yeah, I it's a fair point, Jamie. Um, because Jim Goodwin won yeah. the PFA award, he won the Manager of the Year, yeah. as voted for by the other managers, the football writers. 
Maybe not so impressed or, or not as impressed As they were with the other four that, 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 That's a fair point If you win yeah. one award To not make it onto the shortlist For the yeah. others Quite a, quite a shock it's, it's, it's quite a strange one uh, Particular when you think uh, The the guys who, who put these nominations together the, the actual sports writers How You know In going terms Have spoke about more season um, Guys we've had in the studio You know You pick up papers Everyone says he works miracles So not to get on the list I find that strange myself because um, Jim's done an unbelievable job and I think he's destined for bigger things but knowing Jim I don't think he'll be that bothered he takes things in his stride and he'll he'll be quite happy with what he's achieved so far but quite a strange one Yeah I do agree Um, But then the question is who do you bump off that list because we've all agreed that the four of them are are worthy candidates Yeah that's that's the problem everybody gets their vote in the sports writers and um, it's up to their own personal opinion Gordon and um, I, I'm with Mark I don't think Knowing Jim the character is I don't think he'll be too bothered I think he'll just be Delighted with the season That they've had And he'll be planning For next season But in the sake of a Good discussion then What's a bigger achievement For you Keeping Alloa In the championship Or leading Say Livingston to ninth um, I would say Keeping Alloa In the championship for me I think Gary Holt's done terrific I just You know Stated my case for him there But when you take what was thrown at Jim, and then if you look at that league, that championship this season, how competitive that was. I mean, going down to you know the last day, there was still five teams in the running there um, to go down. And with the budget he's got compared to some of the guys like Partick Thistle, uh, you know, um, Gary Caldwell had a, a bit of cash to spend to bring players in. Jim didn't have that. You know, he had to go with, with what he had, had to fight and scrap for loan players. And managers trusted him. To give them own players, you know, guys like Zanata, Hearts trusted them um, to take him Jake in. Jake Hasty, of course, who makes yeah. it onto the young of player course. list. Yep, yep. So, you know, managers trust them. They see see him as a good coach. I think that's a bigger achievement just for where mm. the club is. Nobody expected it, and he, and he got them over the line. James Forrest, Jamie, is the PFA Scotland Player of the Year. Would you expect him to make it a double, or do you think it could go the way of Callum McGregor, Alan McGregor, or Alfredo Morelos? You know, I was I was thinking about that as well. I mean, I always I often wonder uh, if sometimes the writers and the players are coming at it from different angles. You know, I'd imagine obviously the players, obviously I've seen the players in front of them; they're playing against them. Whereas uh, I oft, I often wonder as well if sometimes there's a bit of politics involved. I don't. The reason I'm saying I'm, I'm not saying they're, they're going to cook the books, but I often wonder if James Forrest won't get it so that another really good player, and I would say Alfredo Morelos, he's okay, he's had descendants off and stuff, but uh, he's a killer goal scorer. Uh, and, you know, I just wonder if sometimes these awards are uh, a means to, to spread the acknowledgement around a bit. I don't think so, because Scott Brown won them both last year, mm-hmm. so it would have been, if that, you know, if that was a possibility, that yeah. there would have been your opportunity. A good few players, I think, have, have done the double, so... Yeah, no, I, I, I kind of see that. I, I think these guys are, are pretty fair um, with their assessment of things. Um, so I, I purely think they'll, they'll vote for who they think the best player is. Now, I think that will be divided, because... I mean, there has been several good performers this year. Um, I think Forrest just hit form at the correct time where he, he scored a couple of cracking goals and big games for Celtic. That Things like that tend to stick. Morelos' indiscipline tends to <coughs> stick because it's been in recent times. Having said that, though, it can't be sticking that much because he's made it onto both yeah. shortlists. Uh, it's he's impossible in, he's to ignore in, him. He's in the yeah. top four. So. Impossible to ignore him, but when it comes down to the final vote and when they slips are handed out last for last week's 
players remember that sports writers probably have longer memories than, than the footballer filling in but I just think for me James Forrest uh, what he's done in recent weeks might just get him uh, get him that award on Sunday night and just to avoid any confusion there's been a lot of widespread uh, outrage that the likes of Ryan Kent mm-hmm. um, Christopher Ayer Odson Edward haven't made it onto the young player list but the young player has to be Scottish so quite, I like that rule Quite an obvious stumbling block Yeah, yeah it's good like it's, it's a good confidence booster For a young Scottish player mm-hmm. And uh, Lewis Ferguson's been brilliant It'll be between probably him And Turnbull Who at a club like Motherwell To burst onto the scene And achieve what he's achieved He's been different class And I hope he wins it It's good to see Greg Taylor Get recognition Because yeah. he's very good And he's very consistent The slight more than slight problem he has Is that Kieran Tierney exists And Andy Robertson exists mm-hmm. And therefore He's never going to get As much attention as he may do an, In another mm-hmm. era Listen I think he's a top player I've said many times When we've watched Kelly this season I, I really like him Really like how he plays the game And you're totally right He's got um, Two of the best left backs We've produced in, uh, in a generation Probably ahead of him And You know a lot of the work at I sometimes think goes unnoticed uh, You know I, I think at Kilmarnock a, a lot of the other players Sometimes grab the headlines You know Greg Stewart And Brophy and things At the start Who, who looked You know Unstoppable Jordan Jones Gets big mentions as well Stephen O'Donnell You know Getting called up to Scotland And people tend to forget The left back Who is Solid Dependable an attacking force And they didn't tend to forget that So great recognition For the young lad Thank you to Jamie in Perth Connor's not happy with Greg Well it's not that he's not happy But he wants more He's he's a Kilmarnock fan He wants Alan Power And Stuart Finlay um, Involved Lauren Monaghan says Surely Shelley Kerr Deserves manager of the year If a manager got the men's team To the World Cup final There would be no question For them to be manager of the year Therefore the same should apply to the women's team as well. Lots of very concerned people. To, um, Stephen Tolan. I wonder if Stephen works in health and safety. He wants to know if you two have had medicals ahead of tomorrow. <laughs> yes, there was quite a detailed yeah. form and process. What questions both, involved? They've both in. done it yeah. and um, they're both mm. eligible. That's all you need to know. Gary's in Shettleston. Hi, Gary. Hi, boys. Hello. What's your point? Hi, Bart. Hi, Gordon. Hi, Gary. 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 I think these are overestimating this Celtic Rangers game. I say, as I was, I was a young, a young boy. I've been remembered it for many years. I used to greet when Rangers beat Celtic. So did. So did Mark Wilson. Really, I did, by the way. <laughs> That's not even a joke. <laughs> I when I was younger. Aye, right. Mark, well, you went through. I went through. But this game means nothing. Thank Gordon. I love you. This, you, you and Mark are brilliant. Best, best show of the week all the time. So it is, but. This this game means nothing to Selig. It really doesn't. I would put the veins it, so I would. Easily. Mm. May Selig fans agree. May Selig fans agree. I don't know where you find it. But you've just said it yourself, Gary. We're going to have crying children in East End of Glasgow then if that happens. <laughs> no, it doesn't mean much. Gary, listen, I, I, have to, I have to totally disagree with you. There is no game. That Celtic will play Rangers That's meaningless I tell you that from Being a supporter Like you were just mentioning there uh, You know Actually being uh, Being a player on the field You know And even Being a pundit Watching it here There is no meaningless games uh, And I I have to disagree that Most fans agree with you The 800 going there Celtic could have sold 10 times that And they would have Sold the stand You don't get that for meaningless games Celtic fans want to go there and see Celtic beat Rangers and vice versa 
Rangers are desperate to beat Celtic and cut that to six points. I just I just don't agree, Mark. The boys I talked to in the pub, they're still saying send send the, send the young boys out. So they're is this at twelve so, at night when they're steaming? By any chance? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm a taxi driver. No, and the, you know, the boys in the taxis that I pick up. It's a meaning, it's a meaningless game. They're just they're delusional. So they're. Well, I mean, Gordon, I don't know. If you were a cynic, you would say this is a bit of a defence mechanism. It's Celtic fans protecting themselves from from any potential defeat. Is that unfair? <clears throat> um, everybody's got their opinion. Um, I don't agree with Gary. I don't think even Neil Lennon would agree with Gary in the fact that just send the kids there. It doesn't matter. Of course it matters. It matters to everyone concerned. It always has and always will. Um, as much as mm. Celtic have wrapped up the league title... It's all about the bragging rights on Monday Thank you Gary and Shettleston This is your 10 minute warning If you want Gordon DL to skydive from 10,000 feet tomorrow morning Text the word Gordon to 70808 If you want it to be Mark Wilson Maybe you've always wanted to push Mark Wilson out of plane Text Mark to 70808 It donates £5 to cash for kids So money goes to a really worthy cause Children on our doorstep who need it the most and you get the added bonus of seeing what's going to follow. Your 10-minute warning and the full-time teaser is next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. They're closing in on decision time for who does the skydive tomorrow morning. Um, remember, you can keep in touch with us on Twitter at Clyde SSB or on the phones uh, thanks for pointing out at the break that I said Jim Goodwin won the PFA Manager of the Year you could have just corrected me at the time because I clearly didn't mean it I was there I saw Stevie Clark but maybe I'm distracted by my skydive as well mm, yeah nerves are getting to his all yeah, you can cut the tension with a knife in this studio uh, Gordon's already had a mare on the Beat the Pundit so let's see if we can go better on the teaser Partick Thistle fans keen to hear from you still Chris Dillon club legend over 400 appearances over 120 goals not part of the plans going forward What do you make of it? Was it the right time? And what do you make of the way it's happened? No farewell appearance for him uh, At the weekend 01419511025 We are looking for 10 players Who have scored an English Premier League hat-trick since 95 Since and including 95 And have played for Celtic or Rangers so it's very simple And that's the full time teaser By the way If you've never heard it before At this time every night You send a question to us We use it on the show And we try and come up with the answers Between now and close of play 10 players who've scored An English Premier League hat-trick Since 95 Since and including And have played for Celtic or Rangers uh, Bellamy? No That's a great start yeah. <laughs> I am certain Dion Dublin Yes Yes um, Since 95 Freddie Lundberg Scored a hat-trick yes. yes Arsenal v Sunderland 03 Any time Gordon You want to add one I'm, I'm, I'm all over the Listen, place Listen you are thinking of planes and parachutes <laughs> <laughs> Get your mind on the game I'm a nervous wreck yeah. uh, English Premier League Oh Oh no Ah Stephen Naismith Oh Yes Yes Kinchelskis Yes That's a good start Alright Oh no, he was 94, sorry oh. <laughs> You're having a shock of the night <laughs> Okay, we'll leave that one there then uh, 10 players have scored an English Premier League hat-trick since 95 And played for Celtic or Rangers We've got Dion Dublin, Freddie Eunberg, Stephen Naismith So you send the questions to us And we just read them out quite simply So, Chris Dillon Let's see if Hugh 
the Partick Thistle fan and Cumbernauld what, what he makes of it Hugh uh, always sad when a, a legend of the club moves on yeah very very disappointed um, I know he didn't have much game time last season and uh, it's just the way he's, he's went he's left I thought they might have given him a coaching job or I'll make him an ambassador to the club to greet the fans. I know Alan Ruff's supposed to do that, but there's a lot of this supporters who weren't born when Alan Ruff was, was playing football. But I think, I thought maybe Chris Dillon should have. I'm just bitterly disappointed. Mm. As I've, asked, I've actually texted Jackie Rose, and I'm still waiting for mm. a reply. Um, she, Mark, on one hand, I can, I can sense, you know, Gary Caldwell think, you know, they say there's no room for sentiment in mm, football, yeah. and if, if his time has come and he thinks it's not. Part of the plans for next season That's that's fine isn't it yeah. um, I think the thing that frustrates Some Partick Thistle fans Is maybe that Was there an opportunity To put him on On Saturday with three, Was it 3-0 up 3-0 Yeah um, Understand why he didn't start the game Gary had uh, a job to do uh, And he got over the line Pretty successfully with that But I get what you're saying If there was an opportunity It may have been nice But sometimes managers Just don't think Like that You know They've got tunnel vision uh, And Perhaps he thought there was a a player who deserved it more than training. Some some managers other uh, are like that, you know, just harsh, old school. Just whoever deserves it in training, never mind about sentiment. Would be nice to for him to say goodbye. Um, one hundred and twenty goals is it? Um, a great return for Partick Thistle, and it's a good point that Hugh makes. You wonder. If he will be invited back at the first game of next season or in another role at the club, you never know. But uh, a shame that he didn't get to say goodbye Hugh, on the park. Hugh, is that the main frustration amongst the Partick Thistle fans? It's certainly what I'm, I'm picking up from social media. Yeah, I think so. I think that's so. I mean, and I can understand what I mean, Gary Cobbles made a good a good uh, team selection last year. He brought the boy Mansell right out of the blue to play up front instead of Chris Dillon, and the boy scored the goal. So you kind of. Gary Cobble for that decision, you know what I mean? It's just the fact of we've got so many players going back to to their loan clubs now. That's five five players going back to their loan club. We've lost McDonald, we've lost Doolin. I'm sure there's another one or two players that'll be gone as well. So Gary has got has got a full um, job to do next season. And I tell you what, he better he better start coming from the hurdles. His first six games is going to be very important because we cannot afford. To go on the run like he did last year and Gary's first six games. Yeah, I do agree. I think it's an important um, close season for the party thistle manager. Uh, well done to him to get out of it. He was very confident. I was a bit disappointed for Chris Doolan. He's put so much effort and commitment into party thistle. 3 0 up away from home. Yeah, as a manager, it's not about individuals, it's about the team, but surely. Surely, with a big party thistle support down there, put the lad on for the last five ten minutes. Let him enjoy it. Let him say farewell. But I'll be interested to see what happens with him next season. And Mark, we would all acknowledge Gary Caldwell has to just look after the team and do do what is right. However, in the, in the sort of modern age, in fact, it's not even the modern age. We know how important fans are to football clubs. There is a there's a PR element to this where you you, you try and make decisions, not not because of the fans. But, but at least you know, I don't know have, have, be, be mindful of it I clicked on the tweet That Partick Thistle put out Saying that Chris Dillon was leaving The responses are You know all, It was pretty much one way Crazy decision Abysmal Utterly abysmal Says Brian McGuigan You guys sure know how to alienate fans From the club Lost for words Matt Greer tweets in Just after Don't want to exaggerate But this is the worst tweet I've ever seen Please delete 
He mm. says there's a real strength of feeling that it's been handled wrong. Yeah, yeah, and just looking at who the substitutes were um, uh, at the weekend, you know, there was a there were uh, there was a genuine opportunity to put him on, you know. Um, so I mean, Gary Caldwell is obviously wants to put his stamp in this team. I, I think he wants to move on from what's went before, and if that means Chris Doolan, so be it. Um, now we've heard Gary Caldwell speaking and how strong-minded he is. His whole thing about forget the table. I'm not interested in looking at it. His ideas and his character is very similar to that, and that's going to run throughout Partick Thistle. So I know it may upset some fans, but he's obviously trying to get a fresh start for this club. And Hugh just hit the nail on the head here. He's concentrating on the opening mm. part of the season. He needs to get that spot on, and he's. I mean, he's very single-minded, and he's obviously in no. No mood for sentiment So I know it riles up some fans It would have been nice for a Churio But Gary Caldwell's got one thing in his mind And that's succeeding And getting Partick Thistle out of that league And he needs a big start Is that the area of the field Which is going to require the most surgery Hugh Because Scott McDonald came in and did a brilliant job He's gone back home to Australia Back to Australia And um, he's going to have another Because the boy Mansell is away uh, He's come back to his one club um, And and Jules is away as well now. So he we don't have centre forwards We'll get seven players out already That's it And I think there'll be one or two Like a million miles story I, I don't think Miles story Will be off of another contract I mean he, he's supposed to be a striker no, for I think he's away Yeah I think, I think he's scored out. The guys get pace But that's about it You know yeah. So I just don't know where to go I don't know where the money's coming from You know I just don't know mm. Uh, great stuff Thank you Hugh Partick Thistle fan from Cumbernauld The lines are closed by the way On the sky dive which means the result will be with us in the next few minutes. I, I hope. Get his face. Uh, so don't vote. We appreciate all the votes we've had. You'll have done your bit for cash for kids. So really much appreciated, and we'll reveal the results soon. But um, you can you can leave it there, so to speak. Uh, let's keep moving on, shall we? We'll hear from Oren Kearney a bit later in the show. So St Mirren fans, if you have any thoughts, please get them to us now. Huge game um, on Monday night. Billy is a Rangers fan in East Kilbride. Hi, Billy. Hi panel, how you doing? Yeah, good Billy, what's your point tonight? Uh, listen, just a call on a couple of calls ago there Firstly, a wee bit tongue-in-cheek I'm not sure what team he's referring to as Selic But I think that must be the game at Ibrox at the weekend But the other thing that I take umbrage at is I don't understand why these Celtic fans think That the supporters of the most successful team in the world Think that this game matters at the weekend either we can't get first, we can't lose second. So I would gladly put out some of the Rangers youth players. Oh, right. We're going to have a reserve game in Sunday. <laughs> it's going to be rubbish, don't bother turning up. <laughs> uh, Billy, all right then, what about all the arguments that we've heard about trying to show you can beat Celtic twice in one season, um, especially Ibrox, laying down a marker for next season, so on and so forth. You don't buy any of that? I never judge Rangers against Celtic. I judge them on what they do themselves. And I can see progress myself clearly. Without having to say we beat Celtic twice, it's neither here nor there with me. So you don't give much. You don't give much weight to the the win in December. No, it was a fantastic win. Of course it was. Of course it was. But there's nothing to be gained or lost in mm. this game. There was something to be gained or lost in December. So as much as we're getting called deluded, and it doesn't matter as much as uh, these Celtic fans are thinking. Mm. All right, well, all right. Not better to finish six points behind Celtic than than twelve. <clears throat> second is second. Six points is better than twelve, though. That surely shows a sign of, of progress. I've seen sign of progress the whole season, Mark. 
I, listen, I, I, I don't disagree with that. But some results that didn't go away. So, so let so me get I'm this straight. Let me get this straight, Billy. I'm just wondering how much you you believe in that statement. I'm not not doubting you. I'm just trying to find out the extent. So, second is second. You genuinely feel the same. If next season rolls around and Rangers finish 25 points behind, that is the same as finishing one point behind on the last day. Now, as you say yourself, we're not even finished this season, and you're talking about next season. Of course, 25 points behind next season. I don't expect that at all. Mm. So second's not second then? Gonna, I would expect us to go into the last old firm game with the ability to win the league next season because that's progress. Fair enough, Gordon. Um, I do hear the arguments from both sides. Do I agree with them? No, I don't. I think it's too important at these games uh, to put... Bunch of kids out there And just say Well we'll dismiss the game I think it's total nonsense I just can't see How there's going to be 50,000 And Ibrox And You know Either fans going Oh you know what This doesn't matter You know I, I just can't see that When the players walk out the tunnel And is the this, atmosphere Is, is, is maybe, deafening Is this maybe a weird Quirk of the rivalry That Celtic fans want you know, tr- trying to put across that the Rangers don't even matter to us, so we we don't we don't care about the game. And now the Rangers fans or, or some in Billy's case are, are doing that in return. Is that, is that it's, it's a strange seeing? thing, Gordon? Uh, uh, you know, growing up as a supporter, as I say, a, a player, uh, I always wanted to win. Doesn't it didn't matter what game it was, if it was the first game or, or the last one. You you want to win these games? I'm sure every paying fan who's going along. Will, will sit there and want their team to win on Sunday. That's why I kind of get you know calls like Billy. I think uh, maybe Gary earlier on saying, "Oh, it doesn't matter." Uh, it's a, it's a weird thing, and I don't think that will be in the players or the managers' minds come Sunday. Thank you to Billy in East Kilbride. How are you getting on with the teaser, guys? Yeah, We're I've looking for ten players who have scored an English Premier League hat trick since and including 1995, um, and have played for Celtic or Rangers. So guys like Dion Dublin. Freddie Yunberg and Stephen Naismith. Hearts and Sutton? No. No? Uh, Robbie Keane. Yes. Defoe. Defoe must be. Yeah, do you know what? Yeah, it will be. So that's that. let's add that one on. Mm-hmm. Franny Jeffers. Because you're now looking for 11. Is Jeffers on there? Sure. Uh, no. Mark Viduka. Um, yes. So remember, you're looking for 11 because we've added Defoe on. Mm. Yelovich didn't score on no. no So you've got Dublin, Viduka, Keane, Yunberg, Naismith, Defoe Yeah Rod Wallace Oh good shout that That's a good shout mm, No Not in that time frame That's not a good shout Not a good shout It's not a good shout We'll leave it there Do you want to find out your fate? I scrap the teaser What's on that piece of paper? Do you want to find out who's doing the skydive tomorrow? Yeah let me start by thanking you all for your texts It was £5, it goes to Cash for Kids It's a great cause, it really is It helps children in this area who need it the most We've had a good laugh with it as well So it's a nice uh, a nice bonus So £5 you donated To find out which one of Gordon DL or Mark Wilson Is going to take a skydive from 10,000 feet tomorrow morning In about 26, 27 hours time Gordon DL has his head in his hands Are you not confident? <laughs> he's, he's fake tan is worn off Look how white he is You're not confident no? <laughs> Come on Mark Wilson are you confident? Uh, listen I've got a bit of butterflies in my stomach just now The results are in I'm going to read them out in percentage terms okay? Yeah <laughs> All I'm going to say is one of you Has got 71% <laughs> Of <on>. the votes <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's not close It is not close at all One of you has got 71% of the votes The other one has got 29% of the votes And the pundit okay. I feel like I'm on the X Factor Who will be doing the Cash for Kids skydive Tomorrow morning is Obviously Gordon DL 71% Yes Of the votes Gordon Oh magnificent How are you feeling? <laughs> I can't. I, I want to recount. Oh, I don't think. I, I don't think they've got it wrong. Seventy-one percent. Oh, this is this is going to be gold. I swear, comedy I gold. This is going to be. No point in me going home. <laughs> I'll do the late show. <laughs> no, he's, I, I'm, I was joking. I know this, I know, I know, tanned, I know this doesn't. I know this doesn't work on radio, but he's fake. He genuinely looks shell shocked. I I want to see that pretty paper. Oh, Be my guest Honestly Listeners well done All for a good cause And an even better cause Comedy Gordon jumping out the plane It's <laughs> 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 a high percent <laughs> 71% of you voted for Gordon DL To skydive from 10,000 feet tomorrow And he will We'll give him a couple of minutes To regain his composure We'll get the answers to the teaser And hear from Oren Kearney next <sighs> Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com. Messages of support are flooding in for Gordon DL, don't you worry. Stuart Payton says, I did a skydive years ago in Swansea from 12,000 feet. This is nothing, you're only doing 10,000. Yeah. Ah. It's without a doubt one of the best things I've ever done. Don't get me wrong, terrifying, but on the way down and after it, you will never forget the feeling and you'll be glad you did it. Uh, Gordon, no joke, I've never heard him so quiet through a break. He's hardly uttered a word, one word, <laughs> He's devastated. <laughs> oh, I've gone. Your, your head's away. I'll do this teaser by myself. Somebody will need to drive me home. <laughs> I can't. I'm definitely coming, Gordon, to see this. And I can't yeah. wait to see the footage. You'll be fine. I'll be brilliant. It'll be good fun. See, I love the fact that people tell you you'll be fine when you're terrified of heights. <laughs> Just close your eyes. <laughs> Don't you know, say you're claustrophobic as well. <laughs> Claustrophobic Now we playing And then jumping at it uh, Right what have we got 11 players Remember we get the question Sent into us On the full time teaser So it's good It's a good way of Absolving himself from blame 11 players who've scored English Premier League hat-tricks Since and including 95 And played for Celtic or Rangers Jermaine Defoe Stephen Naismith Freddie Eunberg Robbie Keane Mark Viduka Dion Dublin Any more Ian Wright um, Oh Ian Wright must have Aye Good shout Yep He scored hat-tricks if I get the next mm-hmm. two Will you swap? <laughs> Carlton Cole? Nope mm. De Canio? Nope Big Pierre Van Hooydonk? Nope <clears throat> It's Tory Andrew Flow one Yep Yeah well done Well done That's you You can relax now See you're getting answers <sighs> Yeah you're doing not too bad I'm happy with that <laughs> uh, let's take another call Mark is in Motherwell Hi Mark How you doing guys? Good thinks, Mark uh, No it's just Minted listen to <laughs> How Gordon's Absolutely um, Unresolvable He's, he's distraught for, for Gordon It must be Kind of a double edged sword Why is that? It's like Wait, wait, sits and thinks about it. The amount of money he spent in X Y C the X Y C and they've all voted for him. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> it's a very good point you, that, that may have may or may not have come back to bite you Oh, it could have, yeah <laughs> Look at him, he's, 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 he's it's, it's fantastic that the guy's actually got to do it I don't do heights myself And honestly, I take my heart after you it's, Keep it's, on the um, No, brilliant And see, to be fair I think the mushroom might have paid the money Just so he never get his old school pal You see a bit of greetings uh, in the I post uh, I just wrote the cheque uh, For his seven, what was that, 71% brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, Mark, have you any footballing thoughts Or was it just to wish Gordon well? Amazing, amazing that what you've done And honestly, I take my heart off to you Great stuff. I appreciate the well wishes. I mean, mm. I'm I'm now going to be responsible, which are, which is worrying me for, for getting him there. Yeah, I'm going to need to listen to that all that's, morning. That's going to be difficult, Gordon, getting him there and getting him on the plane. So it's going to be a hard task for you. I mean, he doesn't have much choice, does he? I mean, oh, he can't. Exactly. Can't ball. Lots of people no, voted I, for charity now. So. Can't wait to see the video, which will which will be brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And I'm going to be there videoing it myself on my phone as well. So. Can't wait What a day in store for us Great Thanks to Mark and Motherwell Let's uh, hear a bit from Oren Kearney If we can He says The pressure's off His St Mirren side Despite they're in a relegation Playoff place And four points behind Hamilton They take them on on Monday night He <laughs> says the current position In the table Should be seen as An achievement I wouldn't say there's a huge amount Of pressure for us I think the pressure's off Where um, I think in September If you had offered me this scenario That number one We'd have guaranteed a playoff By this stage um, you know, I'd have bit your arm off for it in September, October time. So uh, we're probably in bonus territory at the minute. Um, and whilst that opportunity is, is still there to go and try and, and stay up outright, um, of course we're going to go and chase it as hard as we can. We were written off by, by many throughout the season, and to have um, secured that playoff number one is, is is a heck of an achievement from from where we've been in the journey that we've been on. Um, but mathematically there's still a huge incentive and a huge opportunity for us to stay up out right? so uh, we know obviously Monday night's game will, will play a, um, a massive part in that so that's all that's on our minds at the minute I'd agree with that I think um, at a time for me it looked like St Mirren were gone it looked like they couldn't string anything together and I, I really feared for them um, and Oren Kearney it just seemed that he wasn't getting any reaction out of his players but in recent hmm. weeks recent months or so He's got big performances And they've started to pick up points And they've gave themselves every chance I mean huge game on Monday They win that They take it to the mm. last day And give themselves every opportunity To stay up There's always more than one way Of looking at things Gordon I get what Mark's saying But it's not as if St Mirren were 15 points adrift When Oren Tierney took over And he then gets them back To within touching distance That's when you tend to hear Phrases like I would have taken your hand off for a playoff place They yeah. were they were 11th When Oren Kearney took over It was so early in the season They were like One point behind the team Above them um, at, at which point Would you have Taken the hand off For a For a, for a playoff place Is well, that Do I you thought, agree I thought it was a strange comment Because he'd so long He had a transfer window As well To work in And then to come out And say well I'd have taken your hand off For the position we're in I thought that was A weird Or a strange uh, Statement to come out with But th- I think that's where they'll be because I think Hamilton have done enough. Enough, sorry. Um, I can hardly speak now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I just want to go home. (laughs) Um, And I think they will be in the playoffs and I can't even think who they're going to play. (laughs) He's lost it completely. The funny thing is he's actually sitting down. Now we usually do this show standing up. He's He's sitting down. He's absolutely gone. (laughs) I'm interested in your mindset though. No offence. Surely you knew. Well, you knew for us. You knew there was at least a fifty-fifty chance of you doing it. 
And and as the days went on Perhaps a bit more So this, this can't be a great shock to you No it was Because I thought Celtic fans don't like him Rangers fans <laughs> Motherwell fans don't I don't even like him And I'll get 71% of I've told you It's not a popularity contest It's about who would you like to see oh. Falling out the plane And you were exactly. the, the, the runaway winner Let's let yeah. squeeze in Stevie and Bayliss And hi Stevie how are you guys? All right. Uh, good luck, Ramona Gordon. Yeah, yeah, need that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, I just wanted to say that I watched the Spurs game last night. Uh, I was at training. I was training the lads, and they were all slagging me. The Ajax are one that up Gaffer, and it's going to be an onslaught. So uh, I got my I got my own back by putting in the group chat. Aussies on his way to Wembley. Glory, glory, man for Tottenham Hotspur and. And I know, obviously, it's going to be a tough game against Liverpool, but just to say they're there, I mean, I've followed them for over 40 years, boys, and watching it last night, when Mora scored, I was just so, so adamant. So I actually showed an inexperience last night, so... Uh, How does this compare to your 40 years, Stevie? I mean, is it, is it the best, or up there? It's obviously going to be up there. How does it compare? I was playing badminton for the school when I was about 9, 10 years old, and... We had to play a game midweek and Spurs through one each for City. And obviously, let me know, I went to a replay, Gordon. So I wanted to watch the game, but obviously, let me know, the, the school Jerry was watching the game. So I just terrorised the guy that I played in the singles so that I didn't need to play the doubles so I could watch the Spurs game. And I got to see that Kavir score. So then I just got to go to Champions League to look forward to in the 1st of June. Then I go on holiday in the 3rd of June. So. <sighs> What a month, Steve. He's, he didn't play against Gordon Dale at badminton, did you? Because he once lied to us on the show that he was a former badminton champion. You still sticking by that? Yeah, I under 16. Tomorrow we find out if you're better at badminton or skydiving, <laughs> I suppose. Now, that was a good good point to, to end it on because it's not Scottish football, but how could you just not enjoy that? Just last night, just football, well, the, the, night before, the night before, you never thought you'd, you'd see anything like that. But last night, when Tottenham only had 45 minutes to achieve that, and to do it with the last kick of the ball I mean the emotion running through it Again it's why we love football You see the manager down in his knees uh, In tears It just shows you what an emotional game it is And everybody jumping about Even you know you're not any uh, Any relation to the club I, But you're still jumping about It was terrific, unbelievable Let's round off the teaser This was sent in tonight by Chris James To fulltime at Clyde1.com Usual rules apply If there are mistakes in it You blame Chris You don't blame us Because I've been too busy worrying about Gordon Dale's skydive So we're looking for You've got a few more to get On players who've scored English Premier League hat-tricks Since 95 And played for Celtic or Rangers You've got Ian Wright You've got uh, What else? Dion Dublin Tori Andre Flo Mark Viduka Robbie Keane Freddie Yunberg Stephen Naismith, Jermaine Defoe. Is Love and Crunch one? No. I'm struggling. I'm struggling as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. It was too much hilarity tonight to concentrate yeah. on this. Mm. Easy clue. This guy got it for Everton. And it wasn't Stephen Naismith, obviously. Oh, the lad. Um... Oh. Probably going to need more than that. Paul Ryder. No. Too late. One of these guys that you always put big Duncan before Ferguson. his name. Yeah. Duncan big Ferguson. Duncan Ferguson. That's right. Uh. Okay, this guy did it for Southampton. Austin Stad. No, the other one. Uh, oh, uh, what's the other one's name? Shares a surname with Craig, the former Celtic player who sometimes comes Beatty. in the studio. Beatty. Oh, James Beatty. Uh-huh. And the last one, probably a teammate of yours, did it for Wigan against Charlton. Maloney. No. 2005 it was. Uh, he also played with Alex Ray. I can't remember if he played with you. I assume he w- would have. Darren Murphy? No. no. 
Mm. He's your initials. What do you take a photograph with? Oh, Kamara. Yeah. Only Kamara. Thank you. Uh, we wish Gordon Diel well on his skydive yep. tomorrow. Good I'll luck. be there as well. Um, and we'll be back tomorrow night, I hope, uh, with Hugh Evans and Derek Johnson. <laughs> Callum Gallagher is up next. Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com. We can still rise now and be that nation again that stood against world champions, had every man, woman and child believing, that grinds out results against unfancied opposition, then turns it on against the big boys when nobody gives us a chance. Tickets for Scotland's European qualifier matches are home to Russia, Belgium, Kazakhstan, San Marino and Cyprus are on sale now. Be there. Go to tickets.scottishfa.co.uk. Nothing matters more.